My name is Jenny Bowden, and I believe that having the life of your dreams starts with doing things every single day that you're probably not very good at yet. I hope you come to this podcast daring to dream, daring to light your heart on fire, but also realizing that the end results of your efforts right now might be pitiful, might be so much less than you imagined they would be, and that that is okay. That is just the way it should be. Oh, hey, Robin. It worked. Hold on. I am so excited to do this with you. <laughs> I'm like excited and nervous. <laughs> well, you know what? I have to say that notwithstanding your nerves, you've been one of, you've required like probably the least amount of um, persuasion of anyone so far <laughs> in doing this with me. That's so good I to know. I, maybe because I've done one before. So I'm like yeah. kind of. A pro, yeah, not not a pro, but like (laughs) less nervous, less nervous. Exactly. Um. So I have to say that when, like, my first introductions to you as a person have always kind of more or less been through like Facebook and Instagram. Like, I know we know each other and we've seen each other physically, but we've never really had a chance to like talk I don't yeah. think that I can remember no no I, think, um, and I, I was thinking that I'm like I know her but I'm like but wait have I ever actually like talked to her yeah I remember you like in the early days before uh, before I was on Instagram for sure and I just kind of saw you posting pictures of Ramona when she was first born and yeah. just thinking these are beautiful <laughs> like thanks <laughs> oh I was just so in love with the way that you just brought this really simple kind of beauty to everything and every like in your in your home everything was just so clean and fresh looking but oh I just loved it I remember actually showing a picture um of something in your house or your baby or anyways the pictures you normally post yeah to to my husband hands and being like oh like this is kind of what I want for our house like I just really love this style and I think that's anyways and him being like Oh, well, those people are rich, Jen. <laughs> I know. No, actually, I'm like, pretty... we don't have the money to decorate more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he just, like, totally shut it down and was like, whoever that is, it's someone who's just, like, fabulously wealthy. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Which I think is perfect for, yeah. like, the theme of this podcast and having you on here. Just, like, the fact, like, you don't need to have made it in life oh, in order not. to do the things you want to be doing right exactly so on that note um I want to ask you like where did where did this all like I know um I don't know much about you honestly but everything that you do seems to have this like thread of sustainable living kind of woven throughout it whether you're posting about your babies or like an outfit or whatever it is something that you're doing as a family where did that all start for you like has it always been that way has that always been something that mattered to you I think kind of I'm like I think back of like my mom my mom is kind of like I think feel I feel like ahead of her time a little bit um where she was always that way and so I think I just grew up with it but I don't like, it's kind of, okay, honestly, when you asked me to talk about sustainability, I thought about all the other people who would be better candidates for this. 
Because no. I'm still so far from where I'd like to be. And, like, I even am, like, oh, I should be, like, doing more and more and more. But uh, I think it's kind of been, like, but that's a, yeah, it's kind of been, like, a slow, gradual process of, I don't know, it, I don't really know where it started, but I definitely feel like it's been, like, a path that I've been on for years, and it all sort of started to connect and lead me here and click right yeah yeah like all these things and and that's what I love about you like following you over the years kind of since I like we were friends on Facebook just because we sort of knew each other and then kind of seeing that like gradual progression and even you just um like you have um your latest baby Marigold that's her name right yeah Marigold yeah uh, you have her in cloth diapers, and you didn't have your first in cloth diapers. Yeah, and it, not till it didn't like, like eight, nine months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it didn't matter to you that like, oh, like I'm not a cloth diapering mom. Yeah, like you just kind of okay, like I might, I might be ready for this now, so I'm gonna try yeah. it. And I just thought that was so cool. I really like that. Um, I, I like that too. That makes you such a good like the fact that your mom was already doing this makes you in such a good place to teach this to other people too like I feel that way with my mom she has her degree in food nutrition that's so so many so many things to other people that are like struggles yeah it's like a foundation for you that was already there yeah Yeah. it's just completely common sense and it just kind of flows in my life and so it's yeah it's really neat like coming at it second generation my mom's really helpful crazy about food too (laughs) I don't want to say your mom's crazy but my mom's crazy about food Uh, yeah so like that's a whole other like line of things that that connects to sustainability as well like ultimately right um but yeah I definitely think that motherhood I'm sure you feel this way too definitely like accelerated everything because I feel like it just brings clarity to things that are important to you so you're like well this is actually what's really important to me there's no time to like spend on things that aren't important to you anymore so like, yes, it just kind of some of the greatest yeah, makes it clear. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> yes, some of the greatest epiphanies I feel like I've had have been when I've been acting poorly in a situation, and then I turn over and I look into the eyes of my baby, yeah. and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> this is not what I yep. want. This is not what I want them to see. This is not who I want yep. them to be. So how can I fix yep. it now? Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> like, how can I fix this as soon as possible? <laughs> seriously so it does give you that urgency yeah oh for sure but also but also it forces you to do it kind of slowly because having little ones is really hard exactly too so it's like that yeah that dichotomy there oh my goodness what did I do with all my time like before kids right (laughs) yes we all wonder that don't we like I know yeah we're all so busy and then it's a completely different type of <laughs> different type of busyness. Yeah, exactly. So I wanted to know as well. Um, t- tell me, you ha- kind of have this focus. Tell me some of the things, just so our listeners are what I'm talking about when I say you're into sustainable living. What is that like? If they were to go on your Instagram, what would they see? Like, what does if that makes sense? What does that look like um, for you? Well, a huge part of it because I often work with different brands and stuff like that is um yes choosing brands that also focus on sustainability and making things out of natural materials and there's also like the ethical side of it which is can also weave into sustainability as well um like 
building your company on a foundation that's like has high morals and uh, treats people well, as well as the earth. And that like, obviously, I didn't start out that way when I started on Instagram or any of these things. But slowly, it's become like a huge priority and only working with companies that align with my values as well. And so I think that's a huge, a huge part of what you'd see on my Instagram is like, if you click, if you click on the brands that I promote, then that would be usually their values as well. Uh, Yeah. And then what about like, it it comes out a little bit of some of the things you're trying to do in your daily life too. And we'll get to that more later. Um, But Uh, yeah, well, a huge thing is, um, well, we're trying to be waste free as little as possible. So like very little plastic, like if possible, no plastic at all, especially which is so hard. Like, oh my gosh. Especially not like single use plastic. And it's been a slow progression. Like we did not do it all at once. And it's been like little bit by bit, what you become more comfortable with time, like over time, which I'll like get into more later, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah. Yes. For sure. I, I feel like um, I just saw a sign like I'd been kind of using the excuse because I often buy things in bulk, but they come in the little bags, yeah. right? And I've been using the excuse like ah, I don't think there's anywhere near me that has like that allows you to tear your jars or like yeah. bring in your own stuff. But then I just saw a sign on yeah. Bulkbarn saying like we yeah, now do this, been doing it for and two, I was like two years I think or a year and a half or something at least here. And yeah. I don't know if they just decided to put yeah. up the sign or or if they just started doing it in my area because it was the sign was yeah. new because I shop there often. And I just thought, yeah. oh, <laughs> now I have no excuse. But it seems like such a big yeah. deal to like I never, I load never all my kids in the car there. and bring yeah, all my jars. I never shopped there until someone was like, yeah, now they do this. And then now we're like lug all of our jars to Bulk Barn. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> And now you have two yeah. kids, so that's it, but it's like really crazy. It's nice because we do it together, and Ramona gets really excited about it because usually there's like a little jar that's like reserved for some sort of little snack that she can get on the way out or something like that. Perfect. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's like that. that's been like uh, the past two years has been the real transition to like very low waste to zero waste when possible. I mean, that was always uh-huh. like obviously on my radar, like trying to use reusable bags less. and yeah less yeah. but I'm like oh well this isn't possible I couldn't possibly give up this or you know what I mean or like oh it's so much cheaper if yes. I buy it in bulk in these containers and and that's been like a shift in the past year as well is kind of realizing that maybe I don't need to buy like an entire like 24 pack or something like I could just buy what I need right now in no plastic and and maybe adjust things elsewhere in my budget to accommodate for the fact that it might be a little bit more expensive if I buy it in bulk like like okay. not different type of bulk sorry not like packaged bulk but yeah like, yeah unpackaged bulk, bulk from yeah. Costco bulk yeah. or yeah whatever yeah okay so I'm interested too for some of our listeners like this is not something that's on their radar at all or not like not in the sense that we're talking about um like people worldwide aren't always thinking like I need to go plastic free that's important to me so just to kind of back it up how is this focus on sustainability 
in your life when it comes to the clothing that you buy and really just kind of thinking through where you make your purchases, how much you're using, how much waste you're creating. Does that, um, does that affect other frameworks? Does that affect your mindset elsewhere in any way too? Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll, yeah. I'll give you an example for me because I've been really trying to focus on this in my life. And as you said, it's happening so slowly. Yeah. Like sometimes you can't even almost see the progress you're making. Um, <laughs> but as I've kind of started to ask myself the question, is this sustainable? Um, it's opened up a lot of other important questions. Like they don't necessarily relate to benefiting the world, but it benefits yeah. me. Like I was doing this, trying to do this blog for mm-hmm. years and it was just like, wearing me down because I needed this creative outlet but I would stay up till three in the morning on a consistent not like every few months I'd step to three in the morning trying to fix the blog and make it look the way I wanted to look and I would always go to bed like so disappointed because I do not know how to use WordPress and I don't know how to code and it just wasn't working it wasn't sustainable because then I'd go to sleep super late and be frustrated and maybe I'd get like a little bit of content out there but it really wasn't enough for me to feel like I'm connecting with the world and I'm like I don't know it wasn't enough and so for me doing this podcast is sustainable I can call you sit down for an hour and have a great conversation I get some like social interaction which is important for an introvert who doesn't always want that but needs it and um it's just been something I can consistently do every week which is I would never be able to do that on my blog I'd never be able to post once a week that would be oh gosh it just wouldn't work completely yeah (laughs) because you like get all yes oh my gosh especially if you're like a little bit of a perfectionist (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) so is there any places in your life that you've kind of seen like oh this is you can kind of use that word sustainable. Uh, I love the way that you're using that, like sustainable and like making things last because, or like making, keeping things maintainable basically. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I'll... it's kind of funny because like sustainability <laughs> is almost like a byproduct of me trying to do that by simplifying our life. Like, yeah, basically by simplifying our belongings and simplifying the way that we live and living in a slower way and, reducing the number of things that we like pay attention to it was basically allowing me to have enough time to attend to all of these things that were actually important to me and like uh leave out all the distractions and then sustainability like actually going for things that were earth-friendly and uh making good choices for the planet kind of was like a byproduct of simplifying elsewhere so it sort of like worked backwards it's like I made other things oh yeah sustainable to make room for sustainability (laughs) I like that I never would have thought of it working that way but if you go onto Robin's Instagram which you absolutely should where can they find you Robin you're 2020 okay um so yeah go look her up I'll put it in the notes because she just like you just honestly make me and I'm sure all the other people who follow you want this simplicity in your life. Like you see this, this beautiful home that you've created for yourself and your family. And it just (laughs) looks it. No, it looks like 
beautiful, but it also looks accessible and it looks clean. It looks, there's like an ease to it that is like really dreamy. Cause you just think like, Oh, look at Ramona's toys. They're all so like easy to put away. Or <laughs> I don't know if that's probably not true, but like there's not, she doesn't have a yeah. whole toy room full of like 60 yeah. different kinds of plastic yeah. toys that are just like overwhelming and and the other cool thing is like they're pretty for you to yes. look at like, even like you I don't have, have to, to go and up. I'm like well I don't mind putting this away because this is pretty <laughs> like, yeah because this yeah. is beautiful and when I hold it in my hands yeah. I love it and it gives me this feeling of like I was oh, talking to another friend is... about that who was asking about toys this is like sort of going off topic, but, um, but about just, it's kind of like a little bit about sustainability, like uh, making things maintainable is she was talking about how she's like, how do you like not have so many toys, like absolutely everywhere? Like how many toys do you put out? Do you put toys in rotation? And I was like, I basically put out enough toys that she could tidy it up by herself. If I wasn't able to help her, like if I put out too much yes. then it's not maintainable, like, and then it's a complete disaster. So I only put out, the amount that is, uh, and if I notice that things are like making it hard to tidy up and like can't be tidied up in less than like five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, then uh, yeah, scale, scale down, down, like put some things away and rotate them out another day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's totally what I've been trying to do with my kids. And I'll even tell them that too. Like now that my oldest is seven yeah. oh my gosh, and he seven. has certain things. That he, yeah. How is I that know. possible? Crazy. <laughs> I think I'm a few years older than you. I think that's how we didn't yeah. quite yeah. cross paths I was like, in the way that we needed I'm not to. sure. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably Ryan's age. Yeah, I'm 30. I'm 30. Um, 30. You're, you're like a okay. year older? So we are the... Or you're my age. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm 30. Okay. Why yeah, are we not, this is why we're not best friends? This <laughs> <Yeah>. is annoying. <laughs> but anyways, I'll even tell him that. Like, hey, buddy, I think this oh, is yeah. getting a little too complicated yeah. for you. And and sometimes yes. he'll agree and he'll be like, yeah, we oh, yeah. need to get rid of stuff. But other times he'll be like, you know what, mom? No, I can like I can yeah. do this and he'll find a system Which that is works. Great. And like, yeah, teaching so them some responsibility cool for their own belongings as well. Um, I do that mm-hmm. with Ramona too. I'll be like, I think that maybe we're going to put a few things away because this has been a bit of a problem. And she'll be like, it's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, because they, they know. Yeah. Like, they feel oh, that for relief. Sure. Like, okay, this is causing me anxiety yeah. when I have to clean up because I have no idea where to start yeah, or exactly yeah because yeah, sometimes I'm like get ambitious and I'm like well we could have this out and we could have this corner with these things and this thing and I'm like no <laughs> maybe let's just okay which <laughs> this is off topic too but just like selfishly I want to ask yeah. do you still paint now that you have two children do you still paint with your kids I do uh but it okay. is like not as regular as it was and and when I was right. pregnant it was not like a regular thing with Ramona because I like just was so sick. I was like, I can't even think about tidying this up when you're done. Um, yeah. Cause it's a, it's a, yeah. it, it requires it, a little more energy does, in order to make it sure. sustainable. Yeah. Right? So like usually we do it Tuesdays, but sometimes it's like a completely different day right now because it depends on if a nap lines up with when mm-hmm. it makes sense to, but yeah, I still, I still do paint. Um, but it's not That's, as, routine as it used to be yeah yeah I think you were doing it like yeah. once a week yeah or something I was back, but uh back in we're the trying day. to make that bringing that back a little more regularly but because she was asking for it today and I was like yeah sure we can do it like if Marigold goes down for her nap and then she went down for 10 minutes and that didn't happen so. <laughs> no <laughs> I know I always saw us as this beautiful 
painting family. And when I had my third, it just yeah. like I had to go attend to the baby, like put her back down because she'd woken up like yeah. way too early from her nap. And I came back mid paint, and yes. the other two were just like, yeah, you can't leave. Like one is pretty good, oh, but there can't. was one time where I was like. Bah! Like she tried to tidy it up, but in tidying it up, she's only three. So like, I'm yes. like, don't try to put the paints away when you're done. I'll do yeah, it. <laughs> like usually they were so good, but for some reason they just decided to paint yeah. everything. Yeah. Like the the table yeah. was painted, the cushions oh, on the no. chairs were painted, like everything. So from that time like, on, I we have to really be been. there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and if I can't be there, then we can't do this. The good yet. weather will be so um, nice because you can just like go outside and paint yes, outside and get completely covered can... in paint. Like it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we yeah. had a yard for that. And then just like, hose them down. I know. So for those of you who haven't been following uh, Robin on in- Instagram, she, you live in an yeah, apartment. Yeah, in a high rise. So in like near yeah, Toronto or like the suburbs of Toronto. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, which is super cool because she has this total belief in sustainable living. And then you really incorporate, like, nature and being outside with your kids. But then you also live in an environment where most people yeah. would view that as being less it's, accessible, right? It can right? be hard, for sure. Because we don't live in walking distance to more than just, like, man-made kind of tiny little patches of nature. We have to kind of drive to mm-hmm. get this stuff. And yeah, they don't do like compost in our building or anything. We make our own little compost pot. <laughs> and, like, and then where do you so put we it? Had to bring it? We had to like bring when it to you're... my mom or we just dump it like in this little like woods patch and it'll hopefully be like beautiful and <laughs> really Oh, green. I'm sure lots of yeah. stuff will grow really well there. Or like some animals will kind <laughs> of feed awesome. off of whatever. But yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> See, like, you don't have to be rich, like him yes. says, to compost. Oh, yeah. Or, or you don't have to live on a farm. Yeah, you kind of, I think you, you can, can do make it doable. Like, I wish, I would love to, like, actually get one of those, like, compost things, but it can be pretty hard to maintain if you don't, like, if you live in an apartment building. I know it's doable, but that's, like, a thing on the list that yeah. is, like, not a priority right now for me. Exactly. Like, are you talking, like, the worm uh, ones? There's, or... there's ones that have, like, a little... I wish I could remember the name of it right now. My friend had done it in her farmhouse and it's like you buy like this little thing that helps it like biodegrade really, really quickly. I wish I could remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. You can buy it on like Amazon. But I was like, if I have to like buy a new thing for it constantly, it's like not going to get done. <laughs> like yeah, it's just not, not sustainable, sustainable for me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I know myself and uh, it will get used two times and then it will be like six months before I use it again. So yeah, yeah just because to get out yeah. to the store or yeah, to order exactly. it and oh then like, it's like yeah so one day we will live with a patch of land and I will just compost my heart to my heart's content so, <laughs> yeah. oh yes I believe that um okay so like I said the point of this podcast is to teach people that you don't have to start with perfect you don't ha- even have to start with good you can start with just whatever you Mm -hmm. can do in that moment if it's something that's important to you then you find a way to do it in the best way that you know how basically is so knowing that kind of what are some of the best things that we can tell the people listening that they could do in your opinion to start living a little bit more sustainable today but uh yeah no that's great like I think I think we do feel like like we do feel like we have to be like perfect at something right away. 
Um, especially yes. because, well, especially with this topic, it can be really hard to choose sustainable living because of the culture that we live in. It doesn't make these choices easy or the norm. And we put a high value on yeah. saving time and convenience and cost. And we live really fast-paced lives. And so it takes totally – it will be a sacrifice, but it doesn't have to be like, I need to do this all at once. <laughs> like, Especially because you see other yes. people who appear to be doing it perfectly and they have like those beautiful – like zero waste stainless steel bento boxes and like designer water bottles and stuff like if you have some old tupperware if you have like just use that or if yeah you're not saving the world by exactly stuff that's exactly. perfectly that's still like that's already been made use it. like yeah do what my mom does and wash and reuse the cloth bags like she's done that for years like she has like a little drying thing and she washes them out and she reuses them. Like if that's, if you can't afford to buy a stasher bag, then like do that. Um, so I really think, yeah, what you said, like it doesn't have to be perfect. Start with one doable thing, whether it's like using reusable bags at the grocery store or biking one day to work. Like if you can choose one day uh, in good weather, not if you live in Canada. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And when you feel like comfortable with that, then you can move on to the next and you can choose like short-term goals. Like we did plastic free July and two years ago. And that's what kind of, or yes. two or three years ago, I don't remember, but it, we did it really imperfectly. Like we were, we'd be like, Oh, well, we ran out of this and hi Ramona. Sorry. <laughs> Ramona just woke up. <laughs> that's going to help her back to sleep. Um, she's sick. So she's having a hard time falling asleep. Aww. We're yeah. all sick too. <laughs> Sorry to cut into that. But yeah, we did no. Plastic Free July for a month and we did it really imperfectly, but it gave us kind of a good idea of what it entailed. And and we knew better to plan better for next time what we could do to be more successful at it. And so by just making right. short-term goals, even if you decided to do something like that for a week, it just you could see where it takes you, see what you learn and how you could eventually make choices to make it a long-term goal that makes sense yeah Yeah. something that really inspired me similar to like watching you um start not cloth diapering and then transition into that and I think you even said in a post like you know what I feel a little more confident going into this second baby because I know some like I know how to breastfeed I know how to like I don't know, all those things that you yeah. feel so overwhelmed about. So I'm going to try exactly, stepping it up yeah. a bit. And, like I felt more confident and going I, into it that way, yeah. Yeah, and I felt so inspired. Um, it was funny. Watching um, Lauren, who was my best friend all growing up, and then we went to university together. And when we were, I think it was our, like, second year of university or something, she decided that she was – or maybe she'd already been a vegetarian for a little while, and then she decided to become a vegan. And I watched her struggle through that choice. And it was like we were so poor. And we both worked um, part-time jobs in addition to going to school with a first full course load. And just watching her, like, crash and burn because she wasn't getting the nutrition that she needed and she couldn't sustain that, like, fairly radical – choice in that moment but I always kept in the back of my mind like talking to her about her reasons for it and how in our culture we really eat way more meat than we 
need and, and just the impact that that has on our land spaces and, and whatever. And I thought those are all amazing points, but I kind of like kept that in the back of my head. And then when I was talking to someone who is a vegetarian, it really hit me. He was like, yeah, I am a vegetarian 98 to 99% of the time. But you know what? There are times when meat, like a meat-free meal just isn't accessible to me. And that's okay. And he's like, when I started out, it was like 70% of the time. Like he just was so, um, he gave himself so much freedom to mess up, I guess. And in doing that, he made a way bigger impact than I was doing by not trying at all, I guess. So that's kind of the view I took with, um, with trying to, like, I was like, that's such a big deal. Like after I got married, I still had that in my head that I wanted to eat less meat, but most of the meals in our culture revolve around like, what meat are, are you having? And then build the dish around it. So it was a huge switch for me. And I just started with, we're going to try and make two meat-free meals a week for dinner. And I'm just going to, I'm going to learn how to cook with lentils and, um, dried beans and it was so gradual and now most of our meals are meat free and it's really cool to just see like it became easier I got to learn these tiny little goals basically yeah yeah and we never beat ourselves yeah. up about I think when we so had important. meat because like because I yeah. well it's kind of funny I I was vegetarian kind of at 15 and yes it like I went back and forth so many times like I would eat meat when I was at certain people's houses. Some years I would eat like bacon. Some, you know what I mean? Like I went all over the place and then we went vegan about eight years ago, seven and a half years ago. You and your husband together? My husband was vegetarian for like 10 years. Um, (laughs) But I always was like, I think I'll eventually get there, but like, I'm not ready yet. Like there's, and, and I, and I, and I love that. There's so it. much like, power in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, like, you don't have to do it perfectly. Just do what you can when you can. And I also feel like diving into something without really educating yourself on something can make it so easy to, like, fail. So it needs to, well, mm. it needs to become natural, if that makes sense. Like, it needs to kind of, you can start, but, like, as you get into it you'll like learn more and kind of attain the knowledge that you need to make it a sustainable choice like and that's why it's so nice when you can start graduating something because then you build that knowledge and those skills because otherwise it's like if you try to do it all at once you are gonna fail and if you expect to be perfect right away it's just not it's not gonna happen you're gonna end up I don't know being harder on yourself or maybe thinking that you couldn't do it when you could have if you'd done it at a more sustainable pace. And you're going to think I'm dumb, but I, it's like honestly strange for me to hear words like this from your mouth, even though I know like you're a human being, <laughs> but like looking at the way that you present things on Instagram, like we're, I, I guess my point is we're so hard on oh ourselves. Gosh. Like when yeah. I look at Robin, I just think she is doing so well like she's just killing it (laughs) look at her look at the clothes that she's buying from all these great um what do you even call them ethically made clothing places and they're so beautiful and look at her home and look at that she didn't 
use any plastic in the month of July. Like, that would be amazing. <laughs> but then we can look at ourselves and be like, I only yeah. didn't use plastic in the month of yeah. July. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, yeah. I look at other people and I'm like, wow, they're just, they seem to be doing it so perfectly. And, like, this, these are all the areas that I suck right now. <laughs> but, but I think I, especially in the last year, like, I'm really learning to accept that, I don't know, we all grow at such different rates and we're all, we're all doing things the best that we can. And it appears to be that we have all our lives all together to other people on the outside, even if we think that we're doing so poorly. So like the way that I feel about other people is maybe the way other people feel about me. And, and it's just goes around and around. So you have to be really gentle and kind to yourself. Like that's like a huge theme of my life since getting pregnant with Marigold was just, be gentle with yourself because like <laughs> yes <laughs> kind of like the cinderella theme, like have courage yeah. and be kind but like with yourself be kind to you. yeah like <laughs> be a little kinder to yourself because i can really beat myself up about stuff and yeah i love that and i love that like you said earlier when you talked about becoming vegan that you just kind of always knew you would get there yeah and i think there's a kindness and a confidence in that too like having a kind of vision for yourself, but then the confidence in yourself yeah. that you don't have to be worried if you're not there yet because you're so confident that you will yeah. be. Like, it's just, it's almost only a matter of time. I, I was even talking to my friend about uh, this uh, recently that I realized I have a lot more confidence in myself in all of these goals that I make now because I see, like, a theme in my life is that once it kind of crosses my mind that, oh, eventually I'm going to stop shopping for clothes at big box stores or like eventually I'm going to do this. It's like, oh, I know I'm going to get there and I know I'm going to like slowly make all these little choices to make that something that occurs in my life. Like, and I have so much confidence in that now, whereas just recently I'm like, I think I'm going to wean myself off of Amazon. <laughs> like, and I'm like, okay, yes. I had that thought, so I know it's going to happen. <laughs> like, but it's maybe it's maybe not going to be this year or next year or the next five years. But it's going to be it's going to happen, and I know it is because it like crossed my mind. <laughs> That's really powerful. I think we just hit on something really good that has honestly never really, I've never really had that thought before, and I love it. Just that like that ability ability to see your thoughts and your desires as just a given, almost kind of like self fulfilling prophecy yeah. that it's just. Yeah. <laughs> My last question was just kind of things that we've just been talking about already, but I wonder if you want to sum that up somehow, or you just have any other insights that you want to share with us or anything. But the question was, what would you say to someone who aligns themselves with the current mentality that I'll be more sustainable when my babies are older or I'll be more sustainable when I'm not living to paycheck to paycheck or when et cetera, et cetera. What is that? Cause I'm sure you encounter a lot of people who live very differently than you do in your life. What's if they're looking for advice, what would you say? Uh, well, yeah, we kind of just touched on that kind of, yeah, I right? know. <laughs> it's like, it's is there anything perfectly. more, I guess? Is um, my asking? Well, I mean, I'm still that way with some things and like, they seem like something the future me can tackle when I have more time or energy or money. And for now they just like sit on the shelf. Um, but yeah. I think, 
I mean, obviously, you can't really push anyone into a lifestyle until they're ready. Um, and you need to make choices that are sustainable for you, like towards sustainable living as well, because obviously not every model fits all. Um, but I think just, I, yeah, I feel like we touched on it so much, but like, obviously, yeah, we like, totally no did. Perfect and I think is slow and it takes time. And even I, like, I look back at where it... I was and where I am now. And I, I know, like, I think everyone knows kind of what's in their heart. And you just have to mm-hmm. follow it, even if you're not where you'd like to be at, and do it clumsily and imperfectly. And I, I read this quote, and I wish I could find it. I don't even know who shared it, but it was like, we don't need, what does it mean? I don't remember. We don't need, like, 10 people who are living zero waste or sustainably or something like that perfectly. We need 100 people who are doing it imperfectly. Like, basically, oh, like, I love that. we need fewer people attempting to do things for the greater good than like just like a small number of people who are doing it like to the letter of the law like it needs to be a more widespread thing even if we're doing it really clumsily and really imperfectly like anyway yeah better to kind of do it a little bit halfway (laughs) yeah I find too like if we're kind of analyzing maybe the science behind like what we just talked about like okay why does knowing you're gonna do something make it eventually happen it's almost like you just kind of work out like pull out all the stops gradually and and it's like instead of saying oh I'll do it when because you know it's going to happen your brain just kind of works to develop systems to allow it to happen almost a lot of our blocks is like because I I read a lot about like child development and stuff um uh, yes we have these ideas about ourselves and we have an image of ourselves and who we are and how others perceive us and how we perceive ourselves and all these things. And they've been built up for years and years since we were children by like our parents or people we encountered or things that happened in our life. And so we have to kind of like undo a lot of these things to get over these mental obstacles that no one is placing except for ourselves at this point. Like it's kind of like, Un- mm-hmm. unlearning who you think you are and unlearning the obstacles that you're putting in your own path to follow what's really in your heart, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And I think those moments where you like, where you mess up at your dreams or like at a goal you have are it, like, they're always really understandable in a lot of ways. Right. Like I, I just think of something really simple, like, I see myself as someone who recycles. I almost always recycle. But there have been times where, say, I'm having my husband's entire family over for dinner and there's tons of people and I open my recycling bin to find it full and that tin goes in the garbage. But it's those moments where you kind of fail and you think, oh, (laughs) I'm not a person who recycles, but yet look what I just did. And then you've but because that's not in harmony with who you are you're or who you now taught yourself to become I guess more along then you find ways to fix it like okay now I'm gonna work to take out the recycling every Wednesday without fail so I'm never in that situation where it's full and I don't know what to do or whatever it is or I have a backup bin or I have a backup yeah you know and so you develop those those systems so you're not 
like you said, you're not caught in a moment like with your plastic free yeah. July where, oh, I didn't anticipate oh, yeah. this. Or I didn't plan it's so for funny because like we just, my best friend's birthday was just on Sunday and we totally like ordered some food and brought it home in a plastic bag. And I was like, I don't use plastic, but like, like <laughs> these are really greasy samosas. So like, I'm under, I'm not prepared to, anyway. But yeah, sometimes, yeah, but the then sometimes, like everyone's human. Like even every zero waste person has like had to make a compromise. And if they haven't, like, uh, maybe they're not human. Like, I don't know, like, like maybe have better willpower than I do. But like, sometimes I am lazy and sometimes I do do what's convenient. I think that's okay too, because I don't know, you have to live your life <laughs> and you're yeah, learning exactly. and, th- and, and while you're learning, the cool thing is you're not just teaching yourself, you're teaching the rest yes. of the world, right? I think so that's then, a huge thing, too. Is like, like part how of, do you teach other people that this is important? Well, do it yourself. Like, just yes. do that yourself, and other people will see it, and they'll be like, oh. Like, I mean, that's what even sort of helped keep this flame lit in myself is following other people who do this as well and seeing, oh, they do that. Like, I think I could do that. Or, oh, I didn't even think about that aspect of sustainability. Like, oh, maybe I should look into that. I remember, like, the whole idea of not um, buying from big box stores or buying fast fashion was seeing the hashtag boycott fast fashion on, like, somebody who I'd followed for years. And I was like, oh, I love her clothes. And then I noticed that she used that hashtag. And that was four years ago. And I was like, I was like, okay. okay. I, I'm going to follow this and what does this mean? And, oh, what do they mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you can buy things that are like from these independently made brands and, oh, they seem really expensive. I don't think that's doable. And then, <laughs> but then you're bringing back and I'm like, oh, well, you keeps, know what? I'm going to yeah. buy less clothes. And then eventually I'll be able to buy this one piece that, anyway, yeah, that's like a whole other tangent, but yeah. <laughs> no, it totally applies. And I, I just really love, I love all the things that you said, and I feel so inspired. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just so grateful that we Me were too. able to do this. <laughs> I, like, like, I love talking when about I, this kind of stuff. Yeah, when I started this little podcast, like whatever it was, a couple months ago or something, I wrote down a list of like kind of the dreams I had for it, and specifically some of the women that I was really inspired by that I would like absolutely love to talk to. And you're oh, on really so flattered. Check that off. <laughs> I was honestly so scared. I was like in bed with my husband last night and I was like, I'm so nervous oh my to gosh. talk to Robin, but I'm so excited. <laughs> and I'm like, seriously, I'm so thank you so much. To to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been amazing. I'm going to, continue being inspired by you for years to come I'm sure and thanks for thanks for being here today I really really appreciate it great (laughs) at this point you are probably so filled with new ideas and new insights and you just need to talk to another person about how it's all going to go down in your life Visit me on Instagram. I'm Jenny Bowden there as well. And I'm always happy to answer any direct messages. But while you're there, make sure you throw up a screenshot on your stories or something that'll connect your community to this podcast so that you'll always have someone to chat with about an episode that you love. Mm -hmm.